Welcome to Be Libre, a podcast sharing insight on Bitcoin and decentralized solutions that will hopefully bring us a better tomorrow. The better tomorrow I speak of needs free and engaged minds like your own to embrace and make the best of it. We are not experts, but our hope is this show will empower you with the knowledge and inspiration needed to break the tethers of convention and reach out to liberty. Be Libre. All right, everybody. Hello and welcome to Be Libre podcast with me, Andy Gonzalez, Alex Eaton, and we've got a special host today from the island of Puerto Rico, Xavier Aponte, president of Crypto Juice Box LLC. You got to say Thank that, you. otherwise they. Uh... Yeah, of course you got to add the LLC, otherwise it's. Uh, they, they <laughs> get you add the LLC. Yeah. Really? Got to get all the legal stuff taken care of. But yeah, welcome, Xavier. Um, thanks for your time and thanks for being on here with us. Thank you for you guys' time. Thank you for having me on. Awesome. So what is it like right now in Puerto Rico? What's the what's the time like? How does it feel out there? I mean, it's great. The weather is 75, 80 degrees. It's uh, actually a sunny day today. A beautiful breeze that you got that Caribbean breeze going on right now. Uh, as, as you know, in Puerto Rico, we go by what's called island time. So we're kind of, you know, <laughs> we're kind of like very like slow behind like three or four hours before, before everybody else. So it's been a really good day today. A great Sunday. Awesome. Good to hear. So if you look outside your window, what do you see? What does one see if they look outside uh, right, the window? Currently right now you see palm trees. You see oh, palm trees my God. And, and the ocean breeze. <laughs> I just see a driveway. I'd rather be in your position. Well, I would love to. <laughs> Have you guys come out here and enjoy the no capital gains? It'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we'll yeah we'll get there. We'll, we'll hear it doesn't all take about much that. attempt. Doesn't take much attempt. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to say. You didn't even have to say that. I was already sold. But anyway, <laughs> so Xavier, what we typically do on the Be Libra podcast, this is pretty much a crypto oriented show. I think we've tried going off into other subjects but we're gonna get your bitcoin slash crypto genesis story most people start with bitcoin like most people are introduced to crypto through bitcoin but what is yours what was your introduction to crypto yeah so in 2014 i was actually also in, introduced with bitcoin that's actually when i started to be honest i think mostly everyone has heard about bitcoin kind of before you know that 2014 movement but most of us didn't pull the trigger as you know i actually first heard about it in 2009 but I didn't have too much of awareness into the space. I didn't know too much about it, and I fully didn't really get aware in 2014. Since then, I've actually been involved in a couple projects, uh, a couple ICOs I got in early and made some great money. And most importantly, I'm still trading on the market day to day. I would say, per se, I am a day trader, so I do trade on the marketplace every day. And yeah. currently, right now, the last two years, we've definitely been educated people more on the tax breaks in Puerto Rico, Act 20 and Act 22, which is really important. Uh, they've been around since 2012, so they've been around for a couple years now, and we just want to raise awareness and what's going on on the island and also get other people involved in the cryptocurrency space also. Awesome. That's great. And so I guess uh, a question about the day trading. How, how does that go? I mean, do, do you have a better time when it's a more of a bear market or a bull market. What what is that? How does that play out for you? Yeah. So currently, right now, currently, we we would say this is kind of a bearish market or a bearish trend for cryptocurrency. Kind of has been for the last a year and a half now. 
I would say we the bullish market was around 2017. And currently right now, as you can see where Bitcoin is currently right now, it's having support, buyer sells resistance. It's actually picking up a lot of the momentum now and kind of pushing towards that 6,000 range where it's kind of going towards. So uh, currently what I see in the, in the forecast for Bitcoin, we could relay it back to when it was around 2015 and 2016. And that marketplace where it was around, it is pushing more towards, you know, where 2017, it, it took off in value and it hit that 20,000 mark. So right. currently, you know, I, I do see that, you know, right now it's being more stable, especially Bitcoin. Uh, right now, BNB, which is Binance Coin, is something I'm really training, uh, trading on right now. It's been 300 percent uh, profit since the beginning of 2019. It's been very bullish. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's definitely been uh, very exciting uh, to see what's happening in the altcoin market, but also seeing Bitcoin being more stabilized right now and more people coming now back into the marketplace and having confidence to you know buy more into the crypto market. Nice. Well, thank yeah. Thanks for that. That's awesome. Like I, I could never. I don't know if I have the. I don't know if it's patience. I'm just. I'm. I'm too risk averse, man. Like I know myself, and if I start playing the market, I'm, you lose a couple of times, and then you feel, oh, I got to get it back, and then you go all in, and then you're out, and you're done forever. So like, yeah. What? How? What? What is the strategy that you would recommend people play by if if they were ever to go into day trading? If you have well. One? Number one, I'm not a financial advisor. So, so well put. Good. I, yeah, you have to like say that. that. You do. I like to separate. I'm not a financial advisor. Um, do not risk what you cannot be risked to lose. That's really important. Uh, buy low and sell high, of course, you know, mm-hmm. and follow the trends, you know, do your due diligence. Um, not only one indication is enough indication to go in the market and be successful. You also need three or four different indications to really decide on to enter a trade or to exit a trade. It's very important. Um, make sure there's a liquidity in the market too also. And, you know, buy on rumors and sell on news. Uh, really important, you know. So those, um, those you know, couple things, you know, can definitely actually really help you in the marketplace. But technical analysis, to be honest, is, is not enough in the cryptocurrency space to make a decision. Um, you need a lot more indications in the market to, to make a decision with that to, to answer your question. Yeah, that's fair. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're the one, I think, I won't speak for Alex, but I know I don't have much experience in the trading, so we'll take your word for it. Uh, but enough about enough about trading. That's not what this is about. I just, I kind of get really interested in what people seem to be passionate about. It kind of draws me towards that conversation. But let's get back to it. So Puerto Rico, what what is your connection to Puerto Rico? What What do you and Puerto Rico have in common? Yeah, so me actually being half Puerto Rican, get excited. Um <laughs> Mainly the main, <laughs> mainly the main reason why, personally, to be honest, I don't, I, I don't know Spanish, sadly to say. So, um, most of my family is from Ponce and San Juan, so they're they're from the island. So, personally, my connection is is my heritage, my culture. Uh, me being here and personally being here and and actually experiencing the culture and the atmosphere was really important for me. Also. To learn Spanish, I think that's kind of ideal and, you know, most important. That's something that I need to learn, get excited. But also uh, the biggest advantage is me. Uh, a couple years ago, I, I started an LLC in California, in San Diego. It was a Ponte Enterprises LLC. And as you know, in California, California is the number one state that has the worst tax, the worst, High the tax. worst tax, mm. the worst tax problems in, in the United States. 
I would say New York is next. And currently, most businesses in California get taxed about 39%. My wow. business was getting taxed about 39%. So personally, that that's a huge you know chunk in in income, you know, coming out of out of your pocket that you have to pay back in taxes. And California has some crazy other laws, you know, if you want to look up with doing with employees and some other things that you can look with. Pretty crazy. So personally, when I've actually kind of heard about what was going on in Puerto Rico, uh, Peter, you know, Peter, you probably heard about Peter Schiff. Or, yeah, yeah. Peter Schiff. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Old so Peter Schiff, Peter Schiff has definitely been doing a lot of broadcasting on YouTube about the opportunities in Puerto Rico and taking advantage of Act 20 and Act 22 and there's some other, you know, huge names. Brock Pierce, uh, creator EOS, also is a huge influencer with what's going on in San Juan, Puerto Rico, with, you know, Act 20 and Act 22. So with that being said, I personally wanted to seek a way to, one, pay less in taxes for my business, 4% actually in Puerto Rico with Act 20, but also being a resident of Puerto Rico, also taking advantage of Act 22, which allows you know, no capital gains taxes. And I definitely, you know, wanted those two things to really maximize my profits in the space of cryptocurrency, but also for my business. But most importantly, get back to the island of Puerto Rico. As you know, two yeah. years ago, Hurricane Maria happened. And with that being said, it did leave the island devastated. So a lot of the profits that my company makes, we do give back to the people on the island of people, of course, and we want to continue to do what we can for this island and take advantage of the opportunities here. Awesome. Awesome, uh, Xavier. So uh, have you been living in Puerto Rico your whole life or did you move there? So to be honest, I've been back and forth majority of my life. Almost every year I, I, I would say I've always come out here three to four times. But I've actually actually really moved out here three years ago. So three years ago, I, I would say I've been out here fully for three years now. And I want to be honest with you. I'd probably never leave. This is a very beautiful place. No, no. Um, there's definitely. If I may, you know, it's it, it's funny. You know, like um, you know, I'm 34. I watch my news. My parents watch their news. We come together for like Thanksgiving and stuff, and we have completely different conversations, right? Yeah. Now, I I want to get somebody from the ground level. Um, you know, talking about Hurricane Maria. You know, don't don't exaggerate. But in all reality, um, you know, how bad has it really been? Uh, you know, we hear things like there's no power. People are starving. Things are really terrible, the way that it's uh, broadcast. So, I mean, from, it's a small island. It's actually the only place I've ever been outside of America. So I've been to Puerto Rico before. Uh, wonderful country. Your traffic is insane. Uh, I always think it's like I'm not from Texas. And our fears, like when you get off a highway, the feeder goes one way. In Puerto Rico, they go two ways. And you, ways. you get really scared because you're like, what is happening? Right. But, um, how bad is it? Really? How bad is it really? Yeah. So – to be honest with you, uh, if you look at all the tourist spots right now around San Juan, they're up and running. All the tourist spots are up and running. There's there's no tourist spots that are shut down. You can go to the Marriott. You can go to the Windham. They're all up and running. The beaches look nice. I would say 80% of the island is up and running. There's power everywhere. You can go all across the island. Now, if you go to the, uh, the island of Culebra, which is an uh, island of Puerto Rico, they currently, majority of them don't have power. I think 12,000 people in Calabria do still do not have power. Uh, mm. So with that being said, uh, you still have a lot of people, you know, still sending aid. They still have ships come out and still, you know, give food and receive food and things like that. You do see a lot of debris still from the hurricane out here. There's a lot of areas, you know, on the west side 
of the island that have not been fixed yet. And they're, you know, actually starting to work on that now. But uh, 80%, I would say, of the island is up and running. The people in the majority of the islanders are very happy. We're a very happy, you know, culture. You know, when when you go to uh, to eat and you're, you're sitting down and eat, they say, buen provecho, which means enjoy your meal. You know, they don't really say that. In, they don't really say that in the States. You know, in the States, you have someone look at you when you're eating a steak and they're, they're hounding your steak, you know. So it's, <laughs> so it's it's definitely a culture that's very loving, very caring, very open and very giving. But I would say the island is doing pretty well with tourism. And also you have to understand there is also an influx of private investors coming into the island. There's also an influx of small businesses and corporations that are trying to take advantage of Act 20 and Act 22. And this is also bringing a lot of money to the island and definitely helping the people of Puerto Rico. Awesome. That is good to hear. Uh, so as far as the uh, – so Puerto Rico is a territory of the U.S. So That is correct. Even yeah, most people don't seem to know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, weird, it's a weird position. Yeah, you know what's funny? Uh, I was actually talking to a client yesterday, and they asked me, do I need a passport to come to Puerto Rico? And, and I, you know, I get this all the time. And I'm like, no, it's American territory. Just buy a plane ticket for 300 bucks and fly over here. Have a good time. Wow. So I, I totally uh, I totally agree. Uh, there's there's definitely not a lot of awareness in, in America with what's going on here, or even a lot of people in America think that Puerto Rico is not American territory. They think it's a different foreign country. <laughs> I guess it's it's you know, just a, a weird of, like, uh, concept. For, for we've heard that you do have to have a passport nowadays. Like even that I know that it is a territory. I I, yeah. I have heard rumors. I've heard news. And and it's just it's getting discombobulated as far as what's truth and what's fact. Um, I, I do want to ask though, um, is it that simple fact that most people don't know about? acts they don't know about puerto rico hell they probably don't even know it exists as i mean yeah. not to be rude right um but why aren't more people taking advantage of this in in the cryptocurrency space example you know here i am in texas i'm not far you know i go to houston straight to puerto rico hang out for six months and then is it i mean and that's why we're doing this podcast but is it 100 percent realistically true that <laughs> go back to act 22 no capital gains tax so if we sell our, our bitcoin as a Puerto Rican, not citizen, but yeah. well, go, go through that. Resident, resident. Yeah. Right, cool. so, yeah. So, yeah, to, to explain that, the, the main reason why I feel like there's not a lot of knowledge on it, well, one, it, it's been around since 2012. It's, it's kind of like Bitcoin. Remember, Bitcoin's been around for, what, 10, 11 years now. Yeah. But majority of people, they just don't know. And it's because of the, I would say for sake, because of the media, there's always a negative output in social media and, and things and trends. Mm -hmm. Also, there's a lot of fear on a certainty of doubt. We like to say in the crypto space, but there's a lot of fear and uncertainty and doubt right now. And in the news right now, the only thing you really hear about Puerto Rico is there's no power, there's no electric, there's no water, which is not true. There's water, there's electric, there's great seafood. <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> but, respect. Best fish I've ever had in my life is in Puerto Rico. Okay, Best fish. It's okay. Yeah, the red yeah. snapper is amazing. Yes! But, <laughs> no, I was just talking about this earlier today. I was like, the red snapper in Puerto Rico is the best fish I've ever it's had so, in my it's entire so, life. It's, it's amazing. But like I said, like Alex, and uh, I think the main reason why is just there's so much fear, uncertainty, and doubt in the news, in the media, that it's, it's not portraying the right news that people need to hear. 
They're yeah. not portraying about capital gains tax. They're not portraying that businesses can get 4%, you know, yearly. And I think the main reason why, let's be honest, ignorance is bliss. We live in a society where, you know, it's they rather us ha- not know about what's going on and keep us in the dark. And to keep us in the dark, it doesn't allow us to be properly educated and to be knowledgeable. And let's be honest, most people are watching social media and looking at Kim Kardashian's ass instead of, you know, looking <laughs> at looking at other things that have more, that have more value and mean more things, you know? Yeah, There's a lot of things guilty. social media. Yeah, I mean, we're all guilty. But I mean, here, okay, but, but Xavier, Xavier, right before we get into this, because I think this is really <laughs> important. People like so even me, I'm a graduate of law school and granted I should have probably sat down to understand this, but I figured <laughs> if I'm gonna have an expert on, I'll just let him educate me. Um, how does Puerto Rico like manage the or how is Puerto Rico governed by the US? Like do, does it fall under any US laws and regulations or is it does yeah. Puerto Rico have their own? How does that work? And then you can segue that into what Act twenty and Act twenty two are, because I think that would be Great. a good one too. Great. So the bank, so the banks over here, you have what's called Banco Popular. Okay. Banco Popular, they follow every, you know, federal law that the banks in the United States follow. So they, they have to comply by federal law. Um, we, in Puerto Rico, they have to comply by federal law. It's something, you know, but I want to be honest with you on the island. There's, there's definitely a lot of leniency and it definitely it, it's, it's not like the states because in the states, you know, you get thrown the book in the states, like especially in Texas. But they throw you the book, they throw you the book. The book, the law is the law. But over here, it's it's a lot more different, especially even because of the tax breaks. It's allowed a lot more leniency, like Act 20 and Act 22. And to go into when those were established in 2008, actually the first act was established was called Act uh, 79. And with that act. What happened was it allowed the extrinsic values of import export to come to Puerto Rico and have access to, you know, kind of leading the way towards what happened in 2012 with Act 20 and Act 22, which was, you know, Act 20 is for businesses to pay 4 percent. Act 22 is no capital gains tax. Now, with that being said, what those acts have allowed is is allowed a lot more opening for small businesses to come in and start up a lot of hedge funds to come in. A lot of, you know, blockchain innovation innovation has actually came in and actually uh, have been built. A lot of medical businesses have been able to come and it's allowed a lot more opportunities for the island of Puerto Rico. I want you guys to understand minimum wage here is seven dollars and twenty five cents. That's a crime. OK, that was uh, 2006. Yeah. So you guys got to understand Puerto Rico is behind in the times. That's why I say island time. I know it's really funny when I say they're on island time, but they're really on island time out here. <laughs> like Friday and Saturday, they like to shut things down. Sunday, they all go to church with their families and they spend time with their families. Yeah. And it, it, you can feel that there is a type of religious presence here, which is really good. But uh, with that being said, the electrical grid is not the same like in America. The electrical grid is behind. The electrical grid and the power lines are still up on top. They're not underground. Okay. So it, it is a kind of a scary type of situation with blockchain. What I do see happening with blockchain innovating the island is definitely going to re-ramp this island and definitely make it more of a utopia for not only cryptocurrency. It's going to make it a utopia for the medical field. It's going to make it a utopia for the real estate field and so many more things to come. 
And it's just a matter of time, honestly. Uh, I think the biggest thing, and you could talk to any uh, islander in Puerto Rico, Hurricane Maria did not just devastate the island. It made the island a lot stronger. These people on this island are very strong, and they're really strong-willed and strong-minded, and they believe in their island, and they are going to continue to push forward in life without American help. You yeah. know, so it's it's something that's is very beautiful, and because of these acts, it's allowing a lot more of an opportunity for millions of dollars to be invested into Puerto Rico. Like I said earlier, Microsoft has their offices here. You got Honeywell, you got Walmart, you got e- Eli Lilly, you got Elon Musk doing his big thing with the you know the solar batteries over here and definitely changing the power grid yeah. in Puerto Rico. And there's so many more opportunities coming down the road. I think the it's now is the most perfect time to be involved in this island and take advantage of the benefits and also the real estate. That's awesome. It sounds like Puerto Rico. I mean, the people are resilient and the people are are there to stay. It sounds like the people are are ready to rebuild. It sounds like that's the kind of mentality you have to have in an island. And it's great to yeah. hear that the island is trying to be conducive towards, I mean, obviously tax benefits are going to bring people in, but of course. what that should cultivate is uh, an island of innovation. So maybe a lot of businesses that maybe wouldn't put the amount of money into research and development in the States because one, they're going to get taxed for a lot of it. They can move somewhere where they're going to be allowed to build and even, uh, I mean, innovate and even bring um, just new What's the word? There's a there's a word for it. It's not innovation, but bring. Oh my god, maybe an evolution. But there's a there's a, there's a special word there. New technologies and new 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 projects. Uh, just to touch up a little bit also on that for startup companies in this in the United States, I would say in general, uh, the island is a great opportunity right now. You do have a lot of crypto, like as I said, or the startup companies come out here, like Quantum Quantum. Uh, if you guys know about that crypto. It, their their project actually is it was actually established in Puerto Rico, um, so you do have a lot of these you know cryptocurrency startup companies coming out here and not only just taking advantage of the tax breaks but also giving opportunity to others and that's what our company is really big in and that's why we're actually here we're trying to give back opportunities to the people on the island as you know 725 is not a lot of money. But uh, Bitcoin can go a long way on this island. So we definitely are definitely trying to raise awareness with cryptocurrency and trying to give back to the people. And a lot of these, you know, small businesses and big corporations and private investors coming to the island, they do create a lot of these, you know, you know, hedge funds and they also donate back to the island. So it's definitely is a great thing to see. Agreed. So what currency does Puerto Rico use? What do you guys run with? So we do use an American dollar <laughs> because we are American. We are American territory, so we do use American dollar um, in general. Uh, currently, as of right now, uh, now as you know, there's a couple things people don't understand. The island of Puerto Rico, since they are a territory, no taxation without res- representation. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, uh, the island of most people on the island of Puerto Rico, they don't have the right to vote. Yes, we are American citizens, but we don't have the right to vote. We do have, you know, American officials and government on the island of Puerto Rico, and they actually pass laws that affect the island of Puerto Rico. But those laws are, you know, kind of more, I would say, in American favors and not for the island of Puerto Rico. And the main reason why I say this is because on the island, 
they can't vote, so they don't have a voice for themselves. And that's why you see a lot of more Islanders go to Miami and go to Florida. And that's why you see a huge uh, poll increase in Florida that has to deal with, you know, Puerto Rican voters. And they're able to vote once they hit the mainland. But on the wow. islands, they are a territory. It's sad to say that, you know, they they don't have, you know, those certain, you know, God given rights that we do in the United States. And it, it, it definitely does suck to, to hear that. Because yeah. they are American citizens and they do deserve those rights. Yeah, this, so that's about like American Samoa and stuff like that. All yeah. you know, they're they're a part of us and yet they have no rights to change what they want. It's it's quite sad. And you know, it's funny as you've been talking, I actually started thinking, wouldn't it be cool to see how much land in Puerto Rico costs? And it is all priced in dollars, as you said. Uh, <laughs> hey, Andy, Andy, by the way, uh, 0.3 acres for ten thousand dollars. We have some land. Wow, it's yeah. cheap. Land is wow. cheap. Wow, yeah, it's really Not cheap. Bad. It's it is, cheap. This is pretty nice. That's and, impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, just to let you guys know, if you guys know about the squatter laws in America, they do apply in Puerto Rico. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to. So then I have to hire someone. I have to hire someone to take care of. Uh, knowledge is power. So if if you guys do know about that, I wish I know you, Alex and Andy, do. You can take. You can get some free property. <laughs> I like hanging out. I'm good at hanging out. All oh, I need is a goodness. phone. <laughs> and Game of Thrones. I like it. Right. I like it. I like it a Internet lot. Internet connection. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I do. Um, this is a little off topic, but it, it is something that I actually wonder. And this is a, you know, we've we've been talking for a couple weeks now. However, this is the first time I've actually seen you face to face. And you know, for a, a little bit there, I wondered what is the the presence of like true good mm. internet. Now, to be fair, America does not have the best internet, although we yeah. think we do. We really don't. But you know, like, is this is this call where I'm actually seeing you right now on video? Is is this costing you a certain amount? You guys have unlimited plans. Sorry. No. Uh, we we do have AT and T here. They actually have 5G networks out in Puerto Rico currently right now. Uh, AT and T 5G has actually been brought out here, and it's definitely allowing you know a lot of you know the the necessities that you need to run a business for sure. Uh, you do have a Verizon pr- a presence out here, and you do have some satellite internet and some other things but AT&T is a huge presence in Puerto Rico right now for sure so uh it's not really cost me anything except, except my internet bill which is only like 40 bucks <laughs> right that's less than mine but uh, no 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 that's really good to know you know these are the basic things that we just don't really we we it's valuable information because we just don't know so no that's great that's great thanks for sharing with that um this next part if you if I will Logan welcome no this is fun let's play come on this is Logan. Hey, hey Logan. Right here. Hey, Logan. How he you doing? To, he wants to ask you the next question. You ready? Yes. Go ahead. All right. Number 11. So, wait. No. So, so right here. Say it. He's learning how to read. Please, play, bear with me. Come on. Come on. Number 10. Look, look, look. I'll do it with you. I'll do it with you. This. Come on. Say it. Come on. Right there. Number 10. Come on. Oh, he won't do it. All right. Next time. We'll get him next Got time. It. That's fine. We tried. <laughs> That's I want to do one episode where he interviews people. I think that would be freaking hilarious. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Logan. We'll do it next time. Yeah. And one no, step. One no. step at a time. Okay. Eventually. So so it, it, so you go ahead, Andy. I, I know you might have a couple more questions. No, before no, you're we good. No, you're good. You're good. And I well, I guess I was eventually going to go there. Did you want to ask about the axe, Alex, or did you want to go? Did you have a question? Yeah. You know, um, I think we 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 talked about it quite a not quite a bit, but. 
in a, in a nutshell, from what I gathered from this podcast, you know, Act 22 is about paying less taxes, no uh, the 4% gains. business tax, and Act 22 is, is no capital gains taxes. Yeah. Is it really that simple? Or those, you know, keep in mind, myself and a lot of our listeners probably aren't into law and legal and, yeah. and acts. It's, you know, these are some of the very first times I've actually paid attention to acts. Um, so, so is that the basics of it? Just less taxes, Act 20, you know, like yeah. 0% capital gains, Act 22. And um, I guess, have we discussed why your or why Puerto Rico actually decided to do that? What what was the benefit for the island to to lower taxes that yeah. much? Yeah. And, so to, uh, to touch on that, Alex, uh, to touch a little bit of basis on it, taxes in Puerto Rico used to be 10.5 percent. OK, so hmm. they, they were very high for, you know, businesses and such like the main reason why is because Puerto Rico needs an influx influx of people. Tourism keeps this island alive. I want to be honest with you. Um, you do see an influx of businesses now coming to the island because of these tax breaks and these tax advantages. And it's provided a lot more opportunities and a lot more businesses to be open, a lot more job opportunities for the people. Unemployment in Puerto Rico used to be 10.1 percent which is very high. Uh, I, I, I can't tell you how much it is in the United States right now, but in Puerto oh, Rico, on an island of three, yeah, probably higher, but on an island of 3.2 million people, 10% is a lot. So because of Act 20 and Act 22, which was established in 2012, it is allowing a more influx for social media presence in Puerto Rico, for businesses, for also construction, for real estate, and most importantly, what we're involved in in my company, uh, Crypto Juice Box, uh, we're involved with the cryptocurrency and the blockchain and the technologies of blockchain. Uh, we definitely know that blockchain and the value of blockchain is going to not only disrupt our monetary system, but it's also going to push technology further. It's going to be a benefit for peer-to-peer transactions, and also it's going to bring that leisure of trust back. And I think that's what the people in America and the people in society in the world need. We need to back a ledger of trust. We need transparency. Tra- transparency. I can't say that word, but transparency. No, uh, it's very, you know, like it's, I still hate paying my taxes, but I say it every day. Well, not every day, but almost every other day, which is sad because I say it that much. But I wouldn't mind paying taxes if I truly got to choose and knew where they went. I hate exactly. war. I was in the army for seven years. I fucking hate war. I do not want to fund it. I do not want to be a part of it. And it actually makes me quite upset that I am an American considering what America has done over the last, well, almost forever, right? Forever. Um, no, so so it, it does. It makes me want to become an expat. It makes me actually want to give up my citizenship because of that, that one thing. But that's how much yeah. it means to me, right? Um, yeah. So no, no, no. It's, it, it is an interesting uh, situation that we, we live in right now. But, you know, like I actually have been talking to my girlfriend for the past couple of weeks since I've met you, and I'm like, what do you think the schools are like in Puerto Rico? Because <laughs> we have a we have a seven and eight yeah. year old, right? But yeah. to, to me, it's it's not about it's not about you know uh, making money. It's it's about being in a place that represents my values. And um, yeah, I just don't feel like America represents my values anymore. However, territories are completely different. As much as they are a territory, they have their own morals, ethics, and governmental control. They do. Um, so, they do. so it is. It's a beautiful thing to start looking at other countries, other islands, other territories, other other areas around the world to see what my values represent. And I think to me, I, I know it's a little off topic, but that's what cryptocurrency taught me. It taught me yeah. that, oh my God, there are 
there you have a choice you know like just because you're born where you're born doesn't necessarily mean those are your values that that doesn't mean you have to follow instead right so it's it's kind of a it's become a life purpose to to travel and to find areas that fit my morals that fit my ethics right so so that's why you know I'm actually considering changing and moving to Puerto Rico for 6 months as much as it's you know the value of being able to sell my bitcoin and cryptocurrency without capital gains tax is wonderful i'm still always looking for a place to actually live where the people you know i, I can walk to my neighbor's house and start spouting nonsense and they'll be like you're right as opposed to here in america if you start spouting nonsense everybody's like you're not uh what's the word um you're not patriotic right you're not you're unpatriotic yeah but see that that word that word has too much baggage and there's too many things that that word has been unfortunately corrupted by a lot of the the mistakes that our you know so-called leaders have made and it's unfortunate that we voted for these leaders and it was never our intention to hurt other people so it this this whole system really has kind of run away from what what we yeah, I mean yeah. what what government what government was supposed to be government was just supposed to be okay we need a way to organize ourselves and we need a way to create uh, valid safety nets that can protect the people that are having a rough time but also make it to where we can organize um, our labor and organize the way we want to do things and just just to kind of create harmony so yeah that's what government is supposed to be and I would think most people agree with that. Um, I do agree that blockchain is going to bring that transparency, and I really hope that we have a, an evolution of sorts to, to the way that we govern ourselves. And now we get to talk about something very exciting, which is laws, acts. <laughs> and, uh, and for those of you that are driving, I, ho- I, I hope that the fact that we're going to talk about you know, but something related to saving money as opposed to losing it will keep you awake while you're driving. So we... That's what we're going for, and uh, Xavier is gonna is gonna be your lovely uh, uh, tour guide for these acts. So I guess if you could just give Get us excited. the most, I'm sure you've done this a million times, but can you do it a million and one more times? <laughs> just tell us what Act Twenty. If you can just give us the, I mean, obviously it's gonna be your own flavor. It's gonna, you're gonna say this in, in a language that you've honed and practiced. So give us what Act Twenty is and what Act Twenty Two is to you, and how you explain it to the layman. Yeah, so the best way to explain Act 20 and Act 22 for a business type of person, but also maybe a person that wants to make profit margins and can, can keep their profit margins, the best way to explain this is Act 20. Let's begin with Act 20. So for Act 20, which is really important to know about Act 20, Act 20 for businesses and small businesses or corporations, the huge advantage of taking advantage of Act 20 would be only paying 4%. And with that being said, in order to take advantage of that opportunity, your business has to be a resident or you must have your business in Puerto Rico. It has to be established. You must have an address. You have to go to the hacienda. You got to fill out the paperwork. Uh, also, <laughs> get excited. Um, to, file your paperwork, to file your paperwork for your business in Puerto Rico costs about $250 to, to start a LLC in Puerto Rico. It's about $250, okay? okay? Once you file the paperwork and you get all the paperwork started, it takes a good time. It takes about, you know, three to six weeks for the paperwork to process. Once the paperwork is processed and you do get your business EIN and everything like that, and you do have everything set up for the Act 20 or the Act 22, which is most importantly, you'll be able to take advantage and the benefits of that. OK, now 
for per se for Act 22, which is important for a trader, like maybe Forex, because people that do Forex trading can take advantage of the no capital gains. It's not really only for cryptocurrency. Uh, I, I, the biggest thing that Act 22 gives, it allows no capital gains tax for anything. So no capital gains tax for trading. It could be for your business. It could be for anything, honestly, in general. It's just being able to take advantage of the no capital gains and taking advantage of those profit margins and not going back to Uncle Sam like most Americans do and pay about 15 to 20 percent graciously. And for the folks in California, I feel you're paying 39 percent is a lot. So <laughs> I've been there and done that. So Act 22 is really important for me personally, for me being a trader. Act 20 is important for me because I have a business so they go hand to hand. It's kind of like you, you need both. OK, you need you need both to stabilize each other. You got Act 20 for the business to hold the business up, to put more profit into your business because 4 percent is nice. And then you have the, the no capital gains and taking advantage of no capital gains, which allows you to not only double your income, but triple your income in less than a year because you're not having to pay back in all those taxes. So. To break this down for people that are here in this podcast right now, Act 20, if you have a small business or you have a, a corporation, it makes sense to come to Puerto Rico and establish your business here. One, it creates opportunity for the, Puerto, the island of Puerto Rico. You only pay 4% compared to 15 to 20% in certain areas in the United States. In California, again, 39%. And Act 22, if you, you know bring your business here, that allows you to take advantage of the no capital gains tax. And let's say, for example, you did make $1.2 million profit margin with your business. Well, you'll be able to keep those profit margins instead of paying 25% back to, you know, Uncle Sam. Amazing. <laughs> that is so it, it really sounds too good to be true. And I guess here's where I, I think I would like a little bit more of the the details. What why is it that people why do you think people are not taking advantage of this opportunity? So is it really that easy? I guess what uh, yeah. what what so when a corporation moves itself to Puerto Rico, is it necessarily put setting up a building or is it just a PO box? Like how no, how a... much how how invested or how much of you uh, to be metaphorical has to be in Puerto Rico to take advantage of this uh, of a the act? PO box. Uh, a PO box with the, the ability to have a utility bill sent to that P.O. box and to turn it into the bank so the bank can look at the utility bill. It is that simple. <laughs> wow. Is that simple. So do you have to be do you have to be personally there or just someone that represents you has to be there? How does that work out? To be honest, you have people in the United States that are, have been there for a full year and they maybe come out here for less than a month. But they have residency here and a place to say that they're there. And to say that they're there, they're there. I mean, you don't really have, you know, you know, government officials knocking on your door and, and, and scooping around to see if you're, you're, you've been, you know, stationed there for six months to take advantage of the opportunity, to be honest. So, as I said, in Puerto Rico, uh, leniency is it's a lot more it's a lot more lenient in this area than, you know, the U.S., in the U.S., it's a, it's a lot more different, I would say. And I guess the main reason why is because you do have a lot of municipal powers, different municipal powers, about 71 different municipal powers in Puerto Rico. And they all have their own different types of regulations in their different cities and things like that. So uh, per, per se, it's, it's, it's a lot more lenient, a lot more different. But uh, 
uh, to answer your question, uh, that would be probably the best way to answer your question. Yeah. Okay. Alex, do you have anything you want to add there? Um, well, you know, I, I don't want you to get, get into the dirt with this, but you know, um, we're, we're about to talk about the juice box and, and that'll get into a lot of it too. But, um, let's just talk about for, for three minutes. I'd like to know for an average business, like let's use us as an example. Andy and I have a company called the San Antonio Crypto Network. We help educate people one-on-one -on -one, and every once in a while we'll do like a speech at a conference or we'll put on a meetup. It's a very small business, but we, we charge hourly. Um, if we were to somehow decide or, or agree to go to Puerto Rico and actually go ahead, you can take that. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Um, if we were to decide that we don't want to pay the, the fees or the taxes here in America and we actually wanted to locate in Puerto Rico, what, you know, minimum's not fair, but what would the average person do? Like you, a lot of people will do the minimum, you know, they'll, they'll go there for two days, they'll get a PO box and they'll run their company and all of a sudden they can take, but um, let's just play with us for a second. San Antonio Crypto Network, we're based out of North Carolina, is it Nebraska right now? Uh, Texas. I mean, we, Texas. we were incorporated oh, great, in great. Texas. We're yeah, we're in LLC out of Texas. Yep. Um, but we want to change it to Puerto Rico. Um, how hard would that be? You know, what it, it, you don't, and if you don't have the answer, yeah. that's okay. But what did this yeah. be the quick? To be, honest, to be honest, I moved both of my businesses from California here, and the process in California is a lot. It's it's California's process is pretty hard um, to get you know a corporation started. And as I said, California has their own different laws and stuff like that. When I moved my LLCs here to, to Puerto Rico, and we also established Crypto Juice Box out here as an LLC out here, with that being said, it was a lot really easy. The thing is, there are on island time out here, so the paperwork kind of gets pushed a little bit slower than in the yeah. States. Totally in, the, in the States, it gets pushed really quick, in like three to five business days, usually, depending, really depending. And then when you start an LLC, it, it takes about a couple months. But uh, in Puerto Rico... Since they're on are on island time and they 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 don't get paid a commission when pushing paperwork, they get paid salary and let's be honest, seven twenty five to look at paperwork all day, it's probably not fun. Right. Um, I'm just want to I'm just be honest. Uh, they push paperwork a lot slower, but I do want to say it is who you know, and especially I I come to know this on the island. It's definitely who you know, um, and who you know can definitely make things happen a lot more faster. Oh sure. Yep, that's how it works. Uh, it, and usually that's how it works, I think, in just life in general. I mean, even yeah. if things, you know, things things go at a certain speed on average, but if you know a certain somebody, things can go a bit faster in your a favor. A bit faster, yeah. So even, it doesn't matter whether you're in the States or in an island. It doesn't matter where you are. I think that applies for sure. Um, okay. So – now let's see where, where should we go from here. Honestly, we can go anywhere from here. This is kind of an exciting topic. Just kidding. Exciting. The the money the money part is super exciting. Obviously, all the minutia is what is what is boring. But I think the devil is in the details. So if if one person, so I'm assuming this is where you Xavier have really made your, um, this is where you've put a lot of your time, a lot of your in, a lot of your efforts into these details. Which yeah. is so if I can introduce the crypto juice box, I'm assuming. This is where you. This is where you uh, earn your living. Is you are someone that goes into the details and tries to make it to where the average person or anyone interested in in Puerto Rico and the the opportunities there um, can be successful at that. So you want to talk a little bit about your business and what exactly. you guys do? So, yeah. So Crypto Juice Box. Uh, 
our our main goal is, is is to raise awareness and really give back to the island. Uh, my business partner, his name is Rico Casino. I'm sorry he couldn't be here with with me today to be on this broadcast. But uh, my business partner, we've always had a vision. He was actually born in Aguadilla, which he's he's from the island. He's, he was actually born and raised here, and actually went left to the states. Uh, he actually has been mining cryptocurrency for the last six years. So he's he's big into mining cryptocurrency. Uh, he actually solar mines cryptocurrency out in, uh, in, in San Juan Seba. So, which is really, you know, really great because as you know, to mine crypto or Bitcoin, it's, a, it's a, a lot of computer power and hash power and it costs a lot. So mining solar is definitely the best way to go. Uh, with that being said, uh, he, he, me and him, I've definitely had a vision to really come out here and really one, get back to the island, especially after Hurricane Maria, it really devastated the island. We have family here still on the island. So we definitely wanted to, one, give back to our family, give back to the culture, which is really important. But also, most importantly, raise awareness with these tax benefits, because in the United States, you know, tax laws are getting worse and worse every year. And every year, you know, it, it, there's a lot of things trickling down um, going on. But also there's a lot trickling down in the cryptocurrency space right now in the United States that makes it kind of scary to even want to trade cryptocurrency. I talk to a lot of people in general that want to get involved in the marketplace. And the first thing I hear is how much I'm going to get taxed on. That's the first question I hear. You know, it's not about how can I get involved in crypto? How can I buy? How can I sell? How can I trade? Right. It's how much am I going to get taxed on? And I think, you know, that's the biggest thing that, you know, scares people right now is, is you know, taxes. Most people, we already pay a lot of money in taxes in general. Crypto juice box are our main goal is to teach people yearly how to make at least 21% back of their investment. 21% is a lot better than what your savings account is currently giving you, which is 0.12%. That is our number one goal is to show, you know, initially how to make back in your investment at least 21%. That's that's lovely. I mean, especially in the cryptocurrency space, it's definitely possible. It's very possible. Um we also like to raise awareness on the educational purposes and make sure that we can help people diversify their crypto portfolio. Because most people, as you know, really know only mainly about Bitcoin. And there's about 2000 different other cryptocurrencies in this space right now that have a lot of value, such as some utility coins, but also some security coins that really do have value and do have meaning. So I think it's really important for people to diversify their portfolio, not only depend and putting their eggs in one basket, because that always never happens to pan out really well. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> but uh, giving back to others is our main thing and our main goal on the island. We hope to continue to do this for the next four to five years or even more, 10, 15, 20, 30. <laughs> oh, yeah, good why, to not. why stop at five? Why stop? Yeah. Well, what happens in five years? <laughs> well, five years we like to go to Thailand. <laughs> we'll, we'll all be in the moon in five years, guys. Yeah, Let's we'll be, be in the moon. By that time, we'll be at the moon. Exactly. We'll be in the moon. And then Elon will take us to Mars from there. So it's a short hop. Get excited. Total sidetrack. Christy and I just literally watched two seasons of this show called Mars, um, which is on Amazon Prime. No, it's on uh, Sling. Amazing, amazing show. If you've never taken the time uh, but you like real science, take a second to watch Mars because what it does is it breaks the show into two things. Half of it is fake. It's in the year 2032 to 2045, and it shows like, you know, it's a, it's an adaptation of what could be in Mars. But it's very realistic, although fake. The other half of the show, because um, it, you know, goes back and forth throughout every hour, is real science. Elon Musk talks a lot in it. NASA talks a lot in it. SpaceX talks a lot in it. 
but it's oh my goodness uh, you can cut this andy of course but no i, I genuinely <laughs> want you guys to watch this show called mars because it's it's not a fake show it, it tells you about the real true science the latest science what spacex has done in the year 2019 it's very informative very real and, and very very interesting if you're into you know rockets and space so cheers so if okay if you could Take condense that if you can condense that into one talking point is it possible for humans to live in mars is that I is that what that what's going? Cool. Yep, I think it is. Definitely okay, possible. Yeah. yeah. All right. Then we won't <laughs> stop at the moon. We'll, we'll go. I think. Wait. So Mars is bigger than Earth, right? Is that true? Oh, I wish I, I think, knew the answer to that. I think. I don't. I don't want to say I, yes. Or I no don't. Question. I don't either. So I'm not going to say I do. Okay. I don't either. So the three of us are honest. That's good. Yeah. I was going to say honest three people of us on didn't the podcast. Jump the gun and say, "Oh yeah, I know everything," which is not oh, true. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I'm learning every day. <laughs> amen amen okay good good so let's see um business ventures okay all right so you already told us about your your business partner so is it just you two that work at uh at this company of yours or does any is there anyone else yeah. involved oh we have we a couple people i like to mention uh christina thank you for all the paperwork that you you <laughs> helped us with also <laughs> <laughs> to get this, to get this, hey, you gotta, you gotta applaud those people because they work hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Christina, thank you for taking all the calls and everything like that and setting up appointments. We really do appreciate you. Isabella, thank you for organizing everything. Uh, very important. Uh, our coders, I'd like to say, Sabi, thank you for taking care of everything with our trading and our analysis and our chart analysis and just making everything happen for us. So we really do appreciate everything that you guys do. Lovely. Always, always like to hear that. Appreciation is definitely key. Um, a lot of people work for money, and that makes sense. But honestly, just being um, appreciated, appreciated, yeah, being appreciated and being um, being a part of something is always it, it helps people get out it's of bed. Good. It, it's it's really easy to getting out, but yeah, it makes getting out of bed much easier. So let's continue. The benefits of living. So actually, living in Puerto Rico sounds enjoyable. I think you kind of yeah. got that. We, we we got that taken care of. You you did make that very clear early on. I don't think we have to we have to get into that again. I guess uh is everything in walking distance to you, Xavier? Could yeah. you like walk outside and like experience like your community without having to hop on a car? Yeah, so San Juan, I, I live in the San Juan area, so San Juan is is very close to everything. You got restaurants, you got Walgreens over here, you got great food, you got most of the, the resorts over here too, so Everything is really close. I live like in the center of everything. I guess that's also where the huge crypto community is. Is is in Old San Juan. Uh, Old San Juan is really where the community uh, crypto community is. Brock Pierce actually has a house out in Old San Juan. He uh, actually took over a, a monastery and purchased it and bought it out and reamped it and made it <laughs> and made it his own thing. You know. So, uh, but uh, we we do have a lot of uh, crypto meetings on Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays out in Old San Juan. Uh, we talk um, everything such as blo blockchain, hedge funds, arbitrage trading, uh, new coin listings that are coming out and so many different things. But also, most importantly, we do, you know, people that do come to these meetings, they, they want to know about Act 20 and Act 22, of course. So we, we definitely, you know, we do have, you know, blockchain counsel and a couple of attorneys at these meetings to definitely give out that information and get them pointed in the right direction for the tourists that do come or the people that are moving to Puerto Rico and they want to take advantage of those opportunities. Very good. And as far as the attorneys, uh, Xavier, do they, do they have to be cultivated in Puerto Rico? Like, do they have to get their degree in Puerto Rico to practice 
law in Puerto Rico or could they come from the U.S.? Um, unfortunately, in Puerto Rico, like I said, things are a lot more different here. And in order to practice law here, you have to you have to, you know, pass, pass your exams and everything like that. Yeah, pass the bar. And uh, you have to, you know, do that. But for example, I know you, you're an attorney. Uh, I know if you wanted to, you could transfer over here if you decided to do something like that and then just go ahead and take the test and study for the test, take the test, and you'd be able to practice out here also. And I think that would also be a really good opportunity for you because I know currently in your position, you, you, I think you do have your own LLC, your own business, so 4% on your businesses and no capital gains tax would be definitely – Adventure, but a couple things I wanted to say. The benefits you asked, what are some benefits of Puerto Rico? Um, couple of benefits, and I know these are you know little benefits, but uh, 75 degree weather, which is you know perfect. <laughs> <laughs> 75 degree weather, which is really important. Uh, you got you got the beaches everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere is a beach. You can go and sit in the sand, drink a madaya, and uh, have a good time. What's a madaya? Um, sorry to interrupt. What, what is a madaya? You're so, talking about drinks. I want to know. So. Madaya. <laughs> I actually, I actually will get it out for you guys. This so this is so this is this is Madaya. So this oh, is a, a beer, a beer, a Puerto Rican beer. So it is a Puerto Rican beer. It's really good. It's about four point four point eight percent alcohol content in it. <laughs> wow. About about four of them. You you you're twisted, but. <laughs> But, or untwisted, uh, however you see yeah, it. Untwisted. Are you yeah. Untwisted. Are you doing some bad things? But uh, it, it is, <laughs> uh, a couple things I do want to mention too. In, in Puerto Rico, they have what's called three bio bays. If you don't know what that is, it's bioluminescence. The water lights up. Oh, so at, yeah. So I've seen wow. that on yeah. Nature. Yeah, Discovery. So there's, there's three of them. So there's one in Forjado, which is close to where I live. So Forjado's got one. Then you got one at Lojeas, and then you got one in Culebra. And there's like three of them. There's 10 bio bays in the world, and Puerto Rico's got about three of them, which is really amazing. Also, um, you also have El Yuque, the rainforest. Uh, so you have the tropical rainforest also in Puerto Rico. And then you also have the world's largest zip line. Well, second now, because they got beaten out, the world's second largest zip line uh, that Jimmy Fallon was actually on, and I actually <laughs> rode the zip line too. <laughs> no way. And it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. It's like a hundred miles per hour, and it's it's really fast. Whoa! So so, 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 so uh, Puerto Diablo has Bahia bioluminescence. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man, I'm buying my tickets right now. By the way, Andy, <laughs> if you haven't looked it up, it's about two hundred twenty dollars from San Antonio to Puerto Rico. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. It's, Boom. it's pretty cheap. Come out, come visit. We need to go. That we is, to go. yeah, we, we, we have to visit. We'll, we'll have some drinks and we'll eat some good fish and talk crypto. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's that's heaven for me. <laughs> and that red I, I snapper. Google Maps this entire time. Like every time yeah, you say something, red... I'm like, awesome. <laughs> Puerto Diablo. Why is it called Puerto Diablo? Uh, to be honest, <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> Yeah, Love it. it's better. It's better not to know. Diablo don't sound good, so I don't know, man. So, so one of the things that uh, the reason that we're doing this podcast is because I was brought to your attention by actually going through ZipRecruiter and looking for a job. Funny enough, but uh, you know, I've been in this space for many, many years, and I was actually very intrigued. And and we wanted to talk to you, of course, about Puerto Rico, but also about the juice box. Um, because I guess the main point of this podcast, if we're really ra we're not wrapping it up, but if we're really trying to get to the core, 
is what your company can bring to the average American citizen. Because most of us do not have, as much as it seems like a small amount, six months in a day, six months in a day, six months in a day, um, it's not enough, you know, that's a lot of time to be away from, from family or, you know, business or what have you. Even if you are a millionaire, that's that time is not something you get back. So right. how does how does Crypto Juice Box, your company, allow regular Americans living in Texas, New York, California, Washington, you know, deep in the heart, whatever, to benefit from Puerto Rican tax and tax law? Of course. So since there are loopholes in in the area in Puerto Rico that allows us to take advantage and thank you, attorneys have been able to talk to us about what we can do and what we can't do. Um, we're allowed to actually set up post boxes out in Puerto Rico, and that gives the ability for such as you or Andy to take advantage and be a resident in Puerto Rico. Uh, in order to make this happen, a utility bill is all that is needed in order to make this happen. That's all that's needed. Uh, once you, you have that utility bill at that post box and it shows that you are registered there and it's a recent utility bill or a recent bank statement, it can't be a phone bill. It's got to be a utility bill or, <laughs> or a bank statement. Phone bills do not work out here. <laughs> but uh, Cell phone bills. But once that is – yeah, cell phone bills, yeah. But once that is, that's proven, uh, paperwork here it passes really easily. And I think the main reason why – it's because the island Puerto Rico does need support. They do need opportunity. They do need help. And maybe maybe later down the road, they'll, they'll probably crack down on it. But honestly, I don't see that happening. And they need support of the businesses to come here, especially after Hurricane Maria. Puerto Rico's about $80 billion in debt right now. Okay, that's a lot of money. And when you look at uh, unemployment at about 10.1%, it's very high. You did say $80 billion. 80 billion. Wow. Wow. Now, that's not that doesn't reflect negatively on Puerto Rico. I mean, we're all in debt. It's just that's, that's an amazing number. That is an amazing number. It's you know, and, and it's weird to think as an American that that going there and actually starting a business will help Puerto Rico, will help an island, will, will help a culture. And that's really, really special. If you really think about it, the ability to to move somewhere, start business, work from there. And you're actually helping, you know, and so that, 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 that's that's special. There's really some importance in that. That segues into a question I have for you, Xavier. And I guess you would have to maybe be very honed in on the economics of Puerto Rico as a whole. Um, but what yeah. kind of businesses do you believe um, should they come to Puerto Rico? Would, would the yeah. island benefit from? So maybe this is an opportunity to say, hey, if you're X kind of business or, the, or that kind of uh, you're in this kind of field, Come on down and you'll be very successful. So what do you think? Of course. So to answer that question, uh, that's a great that's a great question, Annie. Uh, to, to answer that question, you do see a huge medical presence, a pharmaceutical presence in Puerto Rico. A huge. I, I think majority of the islanders are are involved with pharmaceuticals or things like that. So there's a huge pharmaceutical uh, presence here. Uh, you do see a, a huge like hedge funds uh, startup uh, capitalists come out here. You do see a lot of small businesses come out here. So to be honest, to answer your question, I think any business has an opportunity to, to make something out here. And the main reason why I say that personally, it goes back to Act 20 and Act 22. If you bring your business here in any state that gets taxed 15 to 20 percent and you're able to put that 20 percent back into your pocket, you're already winning. And not, not only that, 
when you're able to take also your profit margins that year that you made and then you don't have to pay that back on taxes like most Americans do and most businesses do in particular, you're definitely winning. That's You're just tripling your income. You're putting all that money back and you're able to do other things in return. So it, it definitely opens up a lot of avenues. So to answer your question, any business, anyone that is doing pharmaceuticals, anyone that has a startup business, small businesses, big businesses, it doesn't matter. Real estate is a great opportunity. Anyone that wants to get into real estate or buy property in Puerto Rico right now, now is the time. Now is the time to buy property out here. Um, I want to buy a couple, like an acre, and just have it for later. Like it, ridiculous. Build a house. Our solar mine cryptocurrency, or there's oh, so if, many. If I may, uh, you know, this is totally off topic. You may not know the answer to this, but my family actually has been selling tiny houses for like the last like seven years, and I've mm-hmm. grown fondly of the tiny house idea. But a lot of America is very much against tiny houses. Obviously, you, you know, you, you can't get a lot of taxes out of tiny houses. How does Puerto Rico feel about tiny houses? Do you, do you see people like just buying a tiny house, having it shipped over or just built in Puerto Rico? I'm sure there's a yeah. tiny house developer. So, uh, to be honest, you really don't see too many tiny houses here. You, uh, <laughs> I love that. I just, I they'll get swept away by the wind, together. Yeah. It, it, you, and the thing is, because, yeah, they'll get swept away by the wind. Uh, when they build out here, they build with uh, Category 5 concrete bricks. And it, it's to sustain it's to sustain that. <laughs> That's legit. Yeah, yeah. That's it's really just, smart. That's forward yeah, thinking for sure. The, the the winds and the, the debris. So they build really smart out here. Uh, and you got it. It's an island. It's just it, you can't build a certain way you would build in the United States. In the United States, and especially in Texas, you can build. They build with drywall. You know, so it's it's a lot more different. Not much out. wind. Not much wind. Yeah, you're right. Not, not too much wind here. This, I mean, you can get you know, you can get some winds out here. So. It's definitely important that, you know, they are able to build that with those concrete bricks that will be able to sustain a, a hurricane, to be honest. I can appreciate that. that, that okay, that Xavier. So, so let's say I'm sold on this concept of moving to Puerto Rico or getting started, um, reaping the benefits of these acts. What, what is the next step? What should somebody do if they are interested in this opportunity? Yeah. So if, if everyone is interested in an opportunity uh, – you can uh, message me on Facebook or go ahead and uh, my, my uh, name is Zay Ponte. Uh, you can also follow follow us on Instagram. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, I'm not, I have to give you guys the the name on Instagram. Give that information over to you guys too. So I'll do that too. Go uh, most, out. I'm gonna I'm gonna add you right now. Yeah, give yeah. us give us the links and we'll we'll definitely put those on the description. Yeah, where me, everyone will me, be able to see them. Let me give you the link so you can follow on IG. You can follow on IG Zay Z A E M A Z E R A I T I. Got you. Hashtag okay. juice. Uh, that's you. Hashtag juice. Juice. And for anyone that doesn't know what juice means, juice means join us in crypto expansion. So no we, way. We def- yeah, that's, that that's was smart. Yeah, that's like why that. I say juice. Yeah. So if, if anyone hears me say juice, it means join us in crypto expansion, and uh, it's definitely juice. We definitely. We want to raise awareness and have everyone be able to join. Uh, also, our website is CryptoJuiceBox.io, CryptoJuiceBox.io. Uh, you can go on our website and you can put in your information on the contact page and we'll get an email. We'll have someone reach out to you as soon as possible and we'll be in contact with you and get you started with the opportunity. 
Gotcha. Following. Love it. The juice <laughs> thing. That juice thing is amazing, Xavier. Who came yes. up with that? Was that you? I, I actually, so in high school, they used to call me juice. <laughs> <laughs> they used to call me Juice in high school. Uh, we won't talk about that. <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> with that being said, you know, it always followed me. and it, it followed me when I was in the military. And, you know, Alex, thank you for your services. I was also military, too. I was in the Navy. So uh, it, it's always really followed me in life. And uh, I decided to, when I started my business in California, uh, the first thing, you know, we used to say, Juice, Juice, Juice. And it was at first, join us in company expansion. But when I started getting into crypto, I was like, I love juice. I don't want to get away from saying juice. Let's just change it to, instead of join us in company expansion to join us in crypto expansion. And forever since, it's, it's set. That's very pragmatic. I do appreciate that. Well, you know, so, and, and to be fair, you know, like um, uh, Audrey or Adriana Mendez, who is actually one of the kind of co-hosts, I guess we could say on this on this podcast. She's in Taiwan right now and we talked last night. And that is actually one of the big things that we've been talking about is there are there are some of the absolute best, most moral, most ethical, most like forward-thinking people in our space in crypto. In fact, yes. I think that's what draws us to it is that this is our tool to create not not liberalism, but you know, like no racism, no sexism, like just equality across wow. the masses. And, and that's that's what you you find equality people. That's what I call myself. I'm just an equality person. Like I'm white and I live in America, but I understand the ability of that. What that really means, you know. And like I, I didn't. I'm 34. I didn't know what white privilege was till I was 32 years old. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my god, no, I I see it. Once you like go back through your life, mm -hmm. you're like, life was really easy. There were so many situations where like I should have gotten in, in trouble for marijuana, but the cop just let me go. Let you go. Right? And, yeah. and so, like, I didn't think about it like that. I was just like, oh, my. Anyway, the, the point is um, this crypto space has some of the best, brightest and most unique, amazing people in it. And, and there's a lot of greed in it, too. And uh, the reason we had you on this podcast is because I truly do believe that you are a trustworthy individual that is trying to, uh, you. you know, mitigate or, or or utilize the technology that Puerto Rico has or the, the law, the law, the the. The ability that Puerto Rico has given to the to the world and bring people in and utilize that for their own individual gain. Not that there's anything wrong with individual gain when we're talking about taxes, right? Of course. That's a fair individual gain. It's okay to be greedy when it's saving your family money from giving to a government that is using it for who knows what, right? Who knows what, exactly. <laughs> so no, no, no. I, I want to take a minute and say, you know, what we've talked about today, um, what we've shown today, I really want you to go to his website. I really want you to listen to him. I really want you to contact him. I'm doing a guinea pig operation where, you know, we've talked about this. I'm going to give you a little bit of money. I'm going to put it into your fund. What do we call it? The juice box we vault? Call the juice vault. The juice, the juice vault. vault. And for six months and a, and a day, but actually I'm going I'm to leave it a little bit longer. I'm going to leave it for a year. But I'll be able to take that money out at 0% capital gains tax. And the money that I personally have earned based on my decisions and my foresight and my mistakes will be 100% mine. And, you know, for a lot of people that were around in crypto in 2017, December, you know, I didn't sell Bitcoin because I didn't want to give the government $80,000 to use on 
whatever. Now, not that I'm saying taxes are bad. They're good. You know, they're used on certain things. But 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 the overall thing is it's up to us to vote with our money. And that's how I believe I vote with my money. And I don't want to give a government that's using it without without with an, anonymity because they are they're using money with anonymity, which is a little crazy if you think about it, because they're the anonymity is from the people. So of course. Please, please, please take a second. Look up Juicebox. You know, like talk to this guy. Call this man right here, <laughs> and 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 start to utilize the technology and the tools that are available to you to benefit. Right? This this is a zero sum game. This is a simple question and answer. As long as you are to be trusted, this is this is beneficial for everyone. Now, so the one thing that I represent and the one thing that I ask of you is: do not become contaminated. <laughs> because because right now you, you have a superpower. You have the ability to save people lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of money and really earn what they truly did earn. So, yeah, I, I you know, like, please do not become content. Don't be bad. Be good. Stay good. Stay good. Always. Read The Lucifer Effect. It's a book that was written in, like, the 1970s. <laughs> It'll teach you how not to become evil. But – Seriously, uh, yeah, yeah. Give, give this individual a chance, man. Uh, really, really follow through. I, I cannot uh, explain how beneficial this is for every single person that is in crypto. None of us want to pay taxes. None of us want to. It's just a simple answer. And it, you particularly have found a way uh, to avoid that, right? So so that's it. That, it's as simple as that. Bam. Avoid paying taxes with your crypto. Done. Done deal. Of course. Done deal. Yeah. Yeah. Individuals like you that, that that actually take the time to go through the law, to go, you know, to hire the lawyers, to take the time and find a safe route. Because none of us want to break the law. It's not inherent in us. We're not trying to do evil. We're trying to do the right thing for us and for our kids. So it, it is really nice that the law works in our favor every once in a while. It's almost like a life hack and you found one. So it's very opportunistic and in a good way to to utilize this as we can. Now, if the laws change, I'm sure you'll be the first one to know and you'll be able to tell us otherwise, right? Yeah. But no, this, this is good for all of us. All everything we have another podcast if the laws do change. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely we'll definitely put a date on this podcast and then obviously the the caveat, I mean to the time time, unfortunately, things always change. So maybe Amen. what was valid today may not be valid in 5 years, so I would hope that maybe we'll do an update to the podcast and have you on again in the future. Um, but Xavier, just for some, some really quick clarification, um, am I understanding correctly that your services, um, you guys are able to navigate and get people set up to uh, benefit from Puerto Rico's taxes, but then you also have a fund where people can give you some uh, crypto or whatever funds you guys agree on, and then um, you, you do them a service by by trying to get them some gains on that. Of course. Is that correct? And that's, yes. Going back to the, the juice vault, the juice vault is guaranteeing 21%. And that's the 21% is actually a percentage that we, we've been able to trace back in the markets with Bitcoin and, and put into Bitcoin. And if you see yearly with Bitcoin, Bitcoin earns about probably about 25% at least uh, yearly gains, which is really good. 25% compared to majority of banks and institutions that only offer about, you know, 0.12%, unless you got a CD account with, you know, of course with Navy Federal, which shout out to Navy Federal. We love Navy Federal, which is about 3%. So, uh, <laughs> yes, I do love Navy Fed. I love USAA and Navy Fed, the two banks that I actually yes. got. I respect those. I respect military banks. 
All day. <laughs> okay. So then people, okay. So that in, in order to invest in the crypto juice box fund, is it, do you only take crypto or do you take dollars? What is the, what is the accepted so our goal, money? Our goal is to, to teach people how to turn fiat into cryptocurrency. That, that, that would be our main goal. Um, but most people don't know how to do that. So most people don't have the transactions to do that. Um, some some people are, are kind of a little bit older, like my grandparents. They just don't know how to use the Internet, but they know how to use fiat currency and things like that. So sure. uh, we do take PayPal. <laughs> we do take other forms of payment. But in general, uh, it is cryptocurrency. Since we are trying to uh, bring in a new technology and innovate the space, we, we do, do definitely want to show people how to use cryptocurrency, how to buy, how to transfer, how to sell and how to trade. That's really important to us. Very good. Good answer. You, you do got to be pragmatic. I do go back to the pragmatist thing. That's good to know. Um, I think from here, Alex, do you have any more questions related to what Xavier does, or would you like to move on to the ending uh, questions here so we can let him go? It's 4.20. You know what that means. Get excited. Yeah. yeah it is. <laughs> it's um, time to relax. So. No, no. This is the opportunity, actually. just I just want to give you a, a to, to – Talk about anything that that brings to your mind. We we used to do this thing where we'd ask what company or or pla platform or or cryptocurrency are you excited about right now? Yeah. So something outside of yourself, you know, like what do you see? Yeah. What are you invested in? What do you love right now? What do you want other people to know about that you know about? So uh, some uh, technologies I'm actually looking into. I'm definitely looking into the EOS blockchain with Brock Pierce being on the island. And working with decentralized applications, that's definitely something that we we are definitely as a company really looking into doing. Um, I'm not going to talk too much. I'm not going to talk too much about what we're going to be doing with arbitrage trading. Maybe later on a different podcast that would be great to talk about. Uh, also, there's some technologies that I'm looking into. A BNB coin, a Binance coin. I'm really looking into that right now. It's a really good uh, coin. I do see a lot of value with that coin, especially once they do go from a centralized to a decentralized exchange. That's definitely going to change the game with that. Also, uh, a couple other coins I'm looking into. Tron, um, I am still looking into XRP, and I still trade with XRP. A lot of people don't like XRP. I personally like XRP because it is backed up by 101 banks. So there's definitely a lot of liquidity in that uh, coin. I also uh, met a uh, Stellar. I was going to say I've never met a person that does not that, – that well, okay, I'll say it like this. I have met many people who hate XRP, and yet every single individual that hates it has some. Just put yes. it out there. Yes. Yes. That's true. All right. Please That's continue. true. Ste and Stellar is very similar to XRP, of course, another good investment. Yes. I love Stellar. Uh, more, more because Stellar is more decentralized, and as you know, XRP is more centralized. But uh, – with that being said, uh, uh, MKR, Maker, I've been looking into that coin for quite some time. That coin's been very uh, bullish lately, and it's been doing very well, and it, they do have a great team behind that, too. That Maker, and, Dapp, the, the, the Dow coin? Or, or sorry, yeah. die, die, die. The die coin, yeah. It's very stable. It's very stable, so I, I definitely like it. And also, uh, NEO, I've been definitely looking into NEO and, of course, Bitcoin Cash. Those are some of the coins that I, I'm, I'm actually invested into right now. In the market uh, that have pretty much the most liquidity, they're in the top 20. And this per se, any coin that's really in the top 20, the top 50, is something I probably would invest into. But of course, you know, some of these businesses are probably not going to be around forever. So make sure you do your due diligence. I'm not a financial advisor. 
Good to see. We, you know, we always go through the follow three. I always, I, I've been teaching for six years that when you invest in a cryptocurrency and ICO, there's really three things to follow, and that is the team, the legal, and the actual uh, ex- the the utility of the token itself, of right? Course. So. I mean, those three things, if you follow, I am not an, an investment advisor, although through the Daily Show, or no, wait, through the last week tonight with John Oliver, I am a financial advisor. It took me two minutes, and I have a certificate. That's how easy it is. But no, no, and, and that's supposed to be a joke to teach people that even if you are a financial advisor, you still can be a piece of shit. So avoid people. Do your own research. Take your own time. Do not follow anybody's interpretation of what to invest in. It's just not safe. So <laughs> respect. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. now, now, you know, you've told us about what you like. Um, is there anything else that we haven't touched on that perhaps you do want to, you know, let our audience know? Is there anything that we missed during this discussion? No, I, I think uh, we've covered uh, a lot. Um, I'm really thankful for you guys' time, Andy and Alex, for letting me be on the, the show today and definitely uh, be able to talk about the opportunities in Puerto Rico, uh, per se, for everyone in the crypto community. Uh, continue to hold. It's definitely getting better in the crypto space. Bitcoin is definitely, you know, rising in price, and it's it's been a lot more stable lately in, in the last past few months, which is really good. So um, hopefully everything continues to push. Um, definitely, we I do see new money coming to the cryptocurrency space really soon. New technologies, of course, are going to be coming to the crypto space, and I think raising awareness is really important. Uh, not only looking into Bitcoin, but like, you know, Alex said, do your due diligence, uh, look into some of these altcoins. Some of these altcoins have been very bullish and have been very profitable. Um, for example, there's this one coin I was just looking at and I didn't invest into it, but, uh, it went from 90 cents to $786 in less than two months, which is pretty crazy. What is it? Uh, It was Thorncoin. Never heard of it. Never heard of that. Yeah. (laughs) It was it's in the top 50. Yeah. In the I'm, just, I'm upset because I left out on – yeah, it went from $0.90 cents to $786. It went from February to April, very bullish, and it's hanging about $536 right now. And there's fair, like, is there liquidity? The oh, go ahead, Andy. No, no. I was just going to – is there liquidity behind that, Xavier? Like is there actual so, like movement there or is it just like some kind of flash pump and then now it's just kind of – you know, Definitely, definitely look to me – that market was definitely a pump and dump for sure. It's, mm. It looked like someone got into the market, pumped the price up and you know – and that's what – you do see that a lot in the marketplace. Uh, you do see a lot of these coins being pumped up and dumped. But to be honest, you kind of need that in a marketplace for, for a market to move forward. Um, you need that type of – you know that that type of avenue it's needed you know you need value to go up and value go down if value is not going up and value doesn't go down that means that that coin is not very valuable so it's very important to see that you know that happens one of the things i learned for working with a company that actually had a token was that there are market makers and there Mm -hmm. are actually companies that you pay a a flat fee and they will buy and sell your token over a course of period of time that can equal months if not years to show some liquidity, um, fake liquidity, which is actually very interesting if you think about it, because this is a service that's available to all tokens and coins, and all it really does is manipulate the the situation and make it harder for actual traders. But it does exist. Um, it does. It does. You do see that. You do. I, I would say that there's still a lot of market manipulation in the market also to this day. So. Yeah, agreed. And I I think one of the things at least most of our listeners should know, at least for me. Um, I'm mostly a Bitcoin maximalist and I, 
I think, let me, uh, what's the best way to explain this? If I could qualify that, I'm not necessarily saying that Bitcoin is the only coin that you should have or care about, but, um, out of all of the, the attributes that make up, the, you know, all the crypto in this space, I think Bitcoin has done the most right. And that's not to say that other, that's not to say that other cryptos can't do it. Um, I'm just waiting for that to happen. So like for someone, for me to say EOS is not going to work out, Ethereum won't work out, whatever coin is out there won't work out, that would be absurd. I mean, oh, we're, only ten, we're only 10 years into this space. As Xavier was saying, you do need uh, market activity. You do need these drivers. You do need this. It's almost, it's almost inevitable that some coins are going to get a lot of hype. They're going to get really expensive because people are optimistic at heart. So if the price goes up on something, it's not because we're trying to necessarily scam each other out. It's because there is some true hope that goes into all of these, all these projects because if there is success, then the price is actually legitimate. Rather, there's something behind it and it's not empty value. So ultimately, we do want these coins to stay up. It's not about, oh, when can I, you know, show me the coins where I can get in on the ground floor, watch it pump, sell, and then leave a bunch of bag holders. The idea is to get rich together. It's not to leave people behind. Um, of obviously, obviously that, that unfortunately is going to happen right now. Well, crypto is mostly like penny stocks where we don't know yeah. what's going to win out. It, it's a huge shakeup. It, it's a multi-year shakeout where all these projects have some merit, but if there's nothing behind it, well, then inevitably the price will will crash. But I mean, crash, obviously, obviously, Bitcoin is is the the leader. It's the anchor. So everything is kind of living and breathing through through Bitcoin. Um, if Bitcoin continues to succeed, then there's that there is hope that other cryptos will also bring value. Uh, but I just I wanted to get that out of the way because I, I think inevitably people think, oh well, if you're just talking about making stupid money, where's the catch? And therein mm -hmm. lies the rub. I mean, Xavier said it plainly earlier. You don't invest money you're not prepared to lose. Crypto is a new avenue. It's a new asset. Um, and there's a lot of value there. But we just don't know where it is per se. So the same way the Internet a couple of years ago, m people knew that there was something there. They just didn't know what it was. They didn't know that it would become Netflix, Google, like the the the, the network of communication, like the, the bringer of... of uh, what, what's of truth? Like people didn't think that's what the internet would be, um, but that's what it, that's what it is now. And I think we're waiting for that aha moment for crypto. I don't even think we're there yet. And I'll 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 end the rant right there. Mm. To be <laughs> fair, yeah, DApps still suck. Yeah, <laughs> but, but they're trying. But they're trying. So they're trying. To, to touch on basis on that, I love what you said, Annie. Um, the best way I can explain, I explain this to anybody. Currently, where we're at with cryptocurrency, we're, we're where we were at in 1993 when the Internet first began. You know, cryptocurrency is in its infancy. So it's, you know, it's it's, it's kind of like a baby still. It's it, it hasn't fully matured to what what we want it to be. So and as in everything in, in, in life, that takes time. But something my grandparents have taught me and, you know, something Ty Lopez has always said and Grant Cardone has always said, don't be the last person don't be the first or the last person to to ride a, a trend. You want want to always, you know, be able to be included into the trend and, and ride the wave of the trend. And with cryptocurrency, this is a trend that's definitely disrupting the monetary system, is disrupting governments and and so on. So it's it's something that the world is definitely looking into. And I think 
as a community, we need to continue to, to push and make sure we're giving you know, transparency and make sure we're giving the right knowledge and tools and resources for people to get involved in the space. Agreed. Definitely oh, yeah. agreed, oh, yeah. Xavier. Now, well, I about me yet, like it's all about respecting the law. However, it's about changing the law and making the law audit itself and 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 changing with the time. So, yeah, it's not about breaking. It's about respecting, however, utilizing. It, not to take advantage, but that's how it works. People have to take advantage for it to for it to grow, for it to mature, right? And and that's how you you rein it in over a period of time. So I really like what you're doing. Um, if I may, one last time, what is the best way for people to get a hold of you that want to take advantage of this opportunity? Yes. So you can uh, follow me on Facebook, Zay Aponte, Z-A-E-A-P-O-N-T-E. Also, our website, you can fill out a form, CryptoJuiceBox.io. And then you can follow me on Instagram at Zay Maserati. Um, thank you guys for your time. Uh, thank you, Andy. Thank you, Alex, for letting me to be allowed on your guys' broadcast. I, I really do appreciate your guys' time and allow me to definitely talk about the opportunities here. I definitely look forward to seeing you guys sometime every soon and uh, hope to have a red snapper with you guys and drink some medallions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you so much for coming on. It, it really has been a pleasure to get to know you over the past couple weeks. I'm glad you wanted to come on. Um, and yes, we will. Well, I can say for certain that I personally will be coming to Puerto Rico sometime this year Dude. to eat some red snapper with you and figure out uh, which plot of land I want to buy. <laughs> yeah, right. I got some nice areas, too, that you, if you're looking at that I can take you to. So there's definitely land is very cheap here. Remember, squatter laws are real. <laughs> what is that, seven months? I, it's been like 10 years since I looked at squatter law. But is, is it seven years? Seven years that you have to like so on, so on on the island here. This is you can get past this. So this is a little life hack. I was talking to one of the, the locals. Some of the properties have uh, D tickets or tickets on the property from not cutting their grass because it's been so long since, you know. Yeah. So some of these properties still have tickets. If you pay off the tickets for the property and you show that you fixed it up, you can actually get the property in less than a year and a half. That's ridiculous. People that have just and, – and respectfully, people that have expired, died, or left or what have you just leave their land, and it's there. It's yeah. there to claim. It's there to claim. So it's, there's, there's definitely a lot of opportunity. I, there's, there's probably more opportunity I've seen here than I've seen in any other state in the United States right now. And I, I've done a lot of traveling, but this is definitely the place to be right now. Um, definitely, if, as I said, for real estate, definitely to take advantage of the acts. And also, it's not only about this personal gain, as you know, Andy and Alex. It's really giving back to the people and, and providing opportunity for the islanders and when you do those things, the doors start to open up. So uh, I'm definitely glad for what we're doing out here. You know, if, if I may ask, and we can edit this out if you don't have one, um, uh, do you have a particular uh, charity or 501c3 that you would like to represent or, or talk about? So uh, currently, uh, charities uh, currently, um, we, I'm currently not um, invested to any uh, charities right now. Uh, uh, we actually started a nonprofit out here for ourselves still that we're that we're still working on. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be called Crypto Juice Box Nonprofit, and it, it's going to be giving back to the people in Puerto Rico 
um, which is really important. It's going to be given back to the, the people that went through Hurricane Maria and things like that. Um, something that a lot of people don't understand is a lot of people that did lose their property or they did get hit or devastated by the island, uh, they had to come out of pocket. Uh, it didn't, for a devastation, FEMA didn't really take care of a lot of those, you know, transactions, which is really sad. There's a ton of people we've been hearing about that, you know, they went through some devastation and they had to come out of pocket and start over from scratch, which is, it's very hard. So um, definitely the profit margins that, that we do make, and we're making really great money with, you know, with the company, we do give back, you know, we do buy, you know, food, we do, you know, go out and buy water, and we do give back to the local churches and things like that. And it's really about giving and um, just giving back to the community, because they're, they're allowing us to take advantage of this, you know, amazing territory, you know, um, which is which is amazing, you know, it's amazing that, you know, we're able to take the benefits, but also uh, being American citizen and being part of my culture here, it, it's really good to see that uh, everything that's happened over here, that giving back to the people, they, they really, it really de definitely blesses their lives. Awesome. It, it really yeah. is uh, cyclical, man, and that's really good to hear, and it, it gives me a lot of hope. I think life in general is, is very cyclical that way. I mean, you have, you start out with nothing, right? You're born. Yeah. You accumulate knowledge, you accumulate wealth, and then there's the third phase. And I'm not saying that it's like the last one. I think it just kind of it, it goes round and round. So even even for one person, you may go through several cycles like this, where you do you start from nothing, maybe in, in a new skill, a new venture. You know nothing. You accumulate knowledge, you accumulate wealth, and then third, you disperse it into the community. You disperse it as as knowledge, maybe to others. Uh, maybe you mentor. Anything like that, but that that is great to hear that you guys have been doing well and that you're in that third phase. Um, I'm really excited to see what's next for you guys. Cheers! Thank you so much. Thank you uh, for having me on. I really do. Uh, thank you for the time. Uh, hopefully, uh, I'd love to do another podcast with you guys, maybe with my business partner, and talk about maybe the opportunities what we're doing with the arbitrage bot and the trading. Look forward to that, Xavier. And yeah, thanks again for your time, Alex. As always. Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate both of y'all's time. Hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Oh, Have a good rest of your day, guys. Respect. This episode of Be Libre was brought to you by Zay Aponte from Crypto Juice Box, Alex Eaton, and Andres J. Gonzalez. Music was provided by The Empty Orchestras. Check them out at SoundCloud slash Empty Orchestras Music. reached a suitable resting place for now, friends. Don't wander too far, though. Before you know it, we'll need you back on the saddle so together we can ride on through the abyss and hopefully make it out enlightened and prepared to forge a better tomorrow.